footsteps sound on the packed dirt of the road leading into Karm Fay Bin, the local province's hub of commerce. And by hub, I mean that the smell of pigs is lighter here than it is outside the rickety line of sticks they call a wall. The footsteps get louder in the darkness, and a small child, Gabriella, peeks through the shutters in their cottage to see a group of four enter the town. The cold moonlight shines down on them as they trudge into the center of the street, and strangely they turn, walking right up to Gabriella's very own door. She quickly calls back into the home. Company! Four strangers! Just as she speaks, four distinct knocks sound on the door. Her mother walks into the room, something held behind her back, and she slowly goes to the door. How can I help you? She asks through the closed door. We came for directions. We are looking for lodging and also a place to eat. A gruff voice says from the outside. You were the first house with a light on, so we thought we'd ask. Gabriella takes a chance to crack the window, and from it she sees four figures. The light from the fire inside shines through the crack and lands on a beard. A short figure turns to the light, and Gabriella catches a glimpse of a twinkling eye that winks. She quickly closes the window and giggles, until she sees that her mother is holding a cleaver in her hand. Well, said the mother, it is awfully late to be looking for directions. If you must know, Carter's Inn and Pub are just around the corner, to the right of here, if you're coming from out of town. You can get help there. Through the door comes a thank you and an apology. Sorry to have scared you, ma'am. Have a good night. Let us know if we can make it up to you in any way. Just ask for Harkett's party at the inn. The steps recede. As they both listen, the mother lets out a sigh. She raises her hand to her brow, wiping sweat. Gabby, you need to tell me earlier when you hear someone coming. As the mother goes to the window and stares out, she sees nothing. That night they go to bed, and Gabriella thinks about the strangers and the bearded man with the twinkling eye. For some reason, despite her mother's actions, Gabriella felt safe. As she drifted off to a peaceful sleep for the first time in weeks, she wondered if those strangers could maybe make everyone else in the town feel safe, too. This is How to Be a Better DM. Thanks for listening to today's show. My name is Tanner Wayland, and I'm very excited to talk with you today about all things DM. Well, not all things. Today's topic is something specific, but regardless, very excited to talk with you about uh, how you can plan D&D campaigns. Um, first off, we'd like to thank you, though, for the support that you guys have given us. Uh, we love seeing uh, how many of you are listening. Um, and also any messages we get from you, we really appreciate. Uh, as you know, uh, we are still trying to send out those newsletters every month, uh, and we do plan on having our quarterly one-shot uh, D&D sessions. Uh, it should be coming up in September. Uh, if you would like to play that, there's going to be a link in the description where you can sign up for our, uh, for our newsletter, and on there there is a link to sign up for the one-shot. 
It's first come, first, first serve. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so sign up quickly. If we don't get you in on this one, then we'll definitely try and get you in on a future one. Uh, but either way, definitely reach out. Um, otherwise, let's get right into it. Uh, as I said earlier, we're going to be talking about planning uh, D&D campaigns. Now, when I say campaign, uh, typically what I mean is it's not it's not a one-shot. It's not where someone comes to your house or you go to someone else's house. There's like, and you have like a three or four hour adventure and then that's it, right? That's not what this is. Instead, a campaign is about having multiple sessions which kind of build on each other, right? Your players will have the same characters, unless, of course, one or two die, at which point they'll switch into new characters. And it's kind of like a long-form D&D story. Now, the issue with it being long-form is that, uh, honestly, if you're like me, you can get paralyzed by indecision because you might be like, hey, I want to do campaign, but there's so much to consider and that can maybe paralyze you with indecision. Uh, on the other hand, maybe it's not it's not paralyzing at all. Maybe you're like, yeah, I'll just wing it. But then the issue with that is that sometimes, you know, if you wing an adventure, if you're just doing it off the cuff, then the quality sometimes falls, right? And so with that being said, I think it's very important uh, to, you know, plan ahead, right? Plan what you're going to be doing. But before you can plan in depth, you need to make some decisions, right? Because not all campaigns are created the same. You know, they have different scope, uh, different uh, goals. Uh, not even just goals for the players, but goals for you as a DM or your DMing style goals, right? We really encourage that as a DM uh, on this podcast, we really encourage you that you think about how you interact with players and what kind of stories you tell. And so the first decision when you're planning uh, a campaign is to ask yourself, okay, for, for my DMing style this time, am I planning on railroading my players? As in, I'm going to come up like step-by-step step what they're going to be doing. I'm going to make a super great story and fights and everything, and it's going to be very scripted. Uh, and that's the kind of campaign I'm going to do, right? That, that's not typically the one I like to do, but I like to script certain things. Uh, and you need to realize that if you're planning a campaign, uh, you, you can't just expect uh, to plan everything and then still give your players freedom, right? It just doesn't quite work like that. You can plan certain things, you know, maybe an outline for the adventure, certain specific moments. Uh, but in many ways, because it's D&D &D and because it's a wonderful game that allows player interaction, uh, maybe player meddling, if you're kind of a campaign purist and you're like, hey, I wrote a beautiful campaign, stick to it. That's, that's going to be hard to do. But if you do plan for that, you're going to want to talk with your players about it and be like, hey, can you create a very specific player uh, or sorry, character? that fits in with this story. Now, if you do that, then you can probably rail, have more of a scripted campaign and it would work pretty well, right? Now, most uh, most DMs are going to do kind of a hybrid, right? They're not going to go completely loosey-goosey because there is that option too where you just start out the adventure uh, in a location 
you know, it could be a tavern, could be the countryside, could be a cave on a ship, who knows what. And then just kind of let the players go from there. And the DM just has some general world characteristics and towns and events. And they'll just kind of throw them wherever the player ha happens to be, right? Uh, that, that's a totally valid way to do it. Uh, most often, the way I've seen how most people do it, they will plan, you know, an outline. Uh, they'll have uh, certain things planned and certain major goals so that they're going to have NPCs kind of push the characters uh, towards. But otherwise, they'll allow the, the players a certain amount of autonomy to do what they want. And then the DM just has to work that in, right? Uh, so regardless, uh, so once you decide what kind of style or DM style you're going to be uh, embracing for the campaign, the next thing to decide is how big of a campaign are you looking for, right? And I mean this in two different ways. One, length of time, actual real length of time. For these players that you've gathered, uh, are they committed? Like, are they going to be there months from now? Hello, this is Tanner, and I wanted to introduce you to the character I'm playing for a live play D&D &D campaign on the Pact and Boon podcast. His name is Wolfgang Kainstotter. He's a dampier, meaning his father was a vampire and his mother was a human. He was raised in a noble family of vampires that specializes in providing mercenaries for both nobles and criminals, which is where he learned his skills to become a ranger, at least when he wasn't being bullied by his half-siblings. All that changed, of course, when he got sent to the Nine Hells of Calignos, where our story begins. If you'd like to follow along with our adventures, please check out our new live play podcast, Pact and Boon, when it comes out this Friday, the 5th of April, 2024, go to sessionzerostudios.com forward slash Pact N Boon to get more info. We are so excited to share our adventures with you. Or are they just thinking, hey, we're off of school from, for the summer or, you know, we're going to be here for a couple months, you know, a little bit more open from work or whatever. Let's do a campaign. In that case, you really don't have as much time as you think, right? Now, if it's people, you know, close friends or family who live close, they have guaranteed, hey, once a week or once every other week, we have this night set apart and we can just do this for a long time. And, you know, we can always reschedule, but we plan on sticking with it. If that's the case, then you can honestly make pretty, the, the length and breadth of your campaign can be pretty big, right? Um, now, another kind of more story uh, important decision is, okay, with this campaign, are you making it world shattering? You know, if your characters, uh, you know, are they starting level one, going all the way to level 20 where they're fighting the big bad, you know, capital T, capital B, where, you know, you're saving everybody in the world. You know, that works for some campaigns. But sometimes, uh, if, especially if you have a shorter length of time, then you're going to need to make the actual size of your story or the 
impact of your story a little bit closer to home, right? Maybe they don't solve the entire world's issues. Maybe they just solve the issues for their town, you know, their hometown. Uh, maybe they just oust the local king of a small country. <laughs> uh, or they go into one kind of longer dungeon and they finish that, right? Any of those options are, are solid. Uh, but before you get out of control with planning, you do want to have a grasp on on what you plan on doing, right? I've I've started and not finished a number of campaigns because I, I just didn't plan enough, or maybe I didn't plan realistically enough on what my players could handle, frankly speaking, right? Uh, so once you've made these decisions... You're then going to want to uh, interweave your players' characters' backstories and motivations. And now, I, when I was mentioning decisions you have to make, you'll notice I didn't make this a decision. Because, it, frankly speaking, even if you are kind of making a more scripted uh, a campaign, you should plan on interweaving your players' uh, characters' you know, life goals, everything, right? Because otherwise, you're going to have a lot of uninterested players who don't feel like all the work they put into their uh, characters actually meant anything. And, and maybe, you know, I think the goal is always to have your players care about their characters and their goals because that leads to better, you know, better combats, better role playing, you know, more interaction and concentration while you're uh, doing everything. And so what you need to do is have a session zero with each player, talk about it through their ideas already with the character, and then kind of share uh, bits and pieces of the campaign that you have planned. And that's why you need to kind of plan uh, ahead certain things, right? Uh, so that you can find out, one, okay, is, is the campaign and this character's goals and motivations are they compatible and if they're a little bit incompatible you personally can change the adventure a little bit uh, or you can give some suggestions to the player and be like hey so this is kind of the adventure we're having it's a sea it's an ocean adventure where uh, we're going to essentially uh fantasy equivalent of atlantis right <laughs> or something like that um or space or who knows what uh and this is kind of the main, you know, this is, these are some of the events relevant to the story. You can give tidbits like that to your players and give suggestions for how their character could tie into the story better. And if you do that, you're going to avoid having um, some players that just don't fit, right? Uh, now, uh, an important thing, and honestly, I would actually recommend doing this before you talk with your players about their characters. I think, well, you could do it either way, really, but it's important around this step to find out what the end point of the adventure is, right? Uh, when I mention a big bad or a goal, it's not always a, a big villain. Uh, sometimes it could be a natural disaster or something, right? There's obviously going to be fights and some villains along the way, maybe some bigger ones, but you just need to find out, okay, in order to find out where your characters are starting, um, you kind of need to see where they are going to be ending 
And no one can decide that except you, right? Because you're the DM. You're the one whose uh, job it is to plan the most exciting adventure you can. So after you come up with an endpoint and kind of adjust the campaign and your ideas to fit in the characters. And now it's just up to you to create the campaign. And my personal recommendation is do not overplan this step. Now, what does that mean? I don't mean don't plan at all, right? Because that's that's a bad idea. Instead, what I mean is do an outline. Uh, and, a, and a great way to do an outline uh, for campaigns is similar to how you'd write a, a book, or at least how an English teacher would analyze a book, uh, which is you create kind of story arcs or adventure arcs uh, for for different you know pre-written campaigns that you might get online or in books or different uh, modules. They often have certain campaign arcs built in, you know, little sections. Like there's the section where you're on a boat traveling up a river. Uh, there's the section where you are uh, going into some forsaken mines or a dungeon. There's a section where you're oftentimes they'll have the section right at the start of the adventure where you're in a small town and there's some specific event going on, right? It's kind of the intro. So like the arc can start out pretty small. Uh, and, and that's another thing to keep in mind. Generally, with campaigns, you want to build to a crescendo uh, or a climax. Uh, so the climax is obviously going to be the most intense time. Uh, building up to that, you can have smaller arcs, smaller adventures, you know, middle-sized ones, uh, and then save your longer, more impactful ones for near the end of the adventure when your players are, you know, they've hit their stride. Uh, their characters are just, you know, just killing it. <laughs> uh, and and then after that, after you've like planned these arcs, generally, you know, interweaving the players' characters, uh, goals and aspirations, and then also building towards that endpoint you planned. Uh, at that point, you just need to plan the start. Now, I said don't do over planning, and that's mostly for everything except the start. For the start, I think it's very important to plan the heck out of it because that's when your players are still kind of, they, they haven't stuck to the adventure. Thanks again for listening to our show. If you like our content and would like to engage with more of it, head over to our Instagram account at howtobeabetterdm and give us a follow. Make sure to watch some of our Dungeon Master Rules videos while you're there to give yourself some more structure and procedure as a Dungeon Master. Also, don't forget to reach out with a DM and we can talk shop and I can get to know you a little bit better. Thanks again for listening. You know, they're still, in many ways, no matter what they say, they're still trying it out. They're still seeing, hey, is this a cool uh, campaign that I can really see uh, jiving with, being interested in? Uh, going a long time playing. And so that's why I say for the first um, number of sessions in the first arc of your campaign, make sure that it's so well planned out that they're getting everything that a player could want. Uh, they're getting some tie into their personal stories. Not too much, obviously, because uh, that needs to build as well for later in the story. But enough that they're like, hey, I have a place in this campaign world that you've created. 
Uh, they also need to feel like, hey, their characters have very fun combats and also fun interactions with NPCs. So it's a great time to introduce some very key, hilarious, and also maybe terrifying or engrossing NPCs uh, at the start. And so once you do that, you know, once you do each of those steps, then at that point, you can take it step by step. You've already uh, done the work beforehand to find out your each of your player char- uh, players' characters' backgrounds and work that in. You know the ending, generally. You know it's going to get tweaked a little bit at, depending on their decisions. Uh, you've created arcs along the way. Um, and guess what? If you need to drop one of those arcs, that's fine because you were doing an outline at this point, right? You didn't overplan it, so you're not so stuck in in planning for that arc, one of the later ones, to the point that you couldn't drop it if uh, thematically it wasn't appropriate anymore. And then you're going to have a great few first sessions. Your players are going to love it, and it's going to really do a lot for you. In all honesty, planning a campaign can be very daunting. I, if you, I could leave you with one thought... It's that your players would rather be playing rather than having you stressed out. And so don't get too stressed at the start. Uh, You know, talk with your players, have them work on creating their player characters, and then you just do a general plan and then plan well, you know, for each upcoming session. Uh, You'll you'll do great. I know you will. You're going to have such a great time on your campaign. And otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful time DMing, and I think it's time to roll initiative.